Fan Junkies Radio is brought to you by FanJunkies.net, where sports meets social networking. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Fan Junkies Radio. I'm your host, Jonathan Raggis. Alongside me, as always, Mike McShane. Mike, what's going on, man? How we doing, Jonathan? You know, I got a question. I'm just curious. Is it Memorial Day or Veterans Day, for God's sake? I'm it's like Veterans Day. I'm sitting here freezing to death. It's it's awful. 44 <laughs> degrees out right now. Oh, my gosh. You know, coming, coming, from, you know, I mean, coming from the 85 degrees that we were just at. And that humidity the last few days. Which I will take any day. Yeah, uh, it's it's been awful. Oh, my gosh. It's terrible. What well, I like these meteorologists, these, these, these uh, you know, weather people. You know, all day yesterday it's supposed to thunderstorm, and today it's supposed to be a beautiful, clear day. And, yeah, it's a little uh, vice versa there. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, fortunately, though, we hear that we might get one good day out of this weekend, and it'll actually be Memorial Day on Monday. Let's hope so. Let's hope so, because I'm sure a lot of people got their barbecues planned. Oh, yeah. Well, well I, it's Trivia Friday here on Fan Junkies Radio. It's something new this, we're doing. This should be a lot of fun, actually. Well, you know, throughout the show, you and I were going to ask each other some trivia questions related to sports. Yep, of and, course. Um, we're going to try to stump each other. I, I think I'll be able to do that. But if there is somebody who knows the answer to one of today's trivia questions, and you feel like calling in, if we can't get it right, give us a call at 347 Two three seven five three seven three, and using Google is not an option. Yeah, I, I, let's make that clear. I think we, we want everybody to know that you and I have made a commitment. There will be no cheating. No, we don't look anything up. I, listen, I, you if know, we get it wrong, we get it wrong. It, it's very easy for us to do that because we're sitting here in front of. I, I right now have three computers in front of me, uh, so it'd be quite easy to do that. Yeah. Uh, but no, we're we're going to go simply on our knowledge. <laughs> And let's see what kind of knowledge we have, Mike. And we're going to keep track of uh, the score here, right? Yes, we are. And uh, listen, if there's any uh, – hey, if callers want to call in with their own trivia questions, I'd be more than happy to take theirs as well. Absolutely. If anybody has a uh, good question, think you could stump one of us, which probably is pretty easy. I was going to say, I'm sure I could screw their question up as much as I screw yours up. (laughs) I'm sure we'll screw all the questions up today, Mike. Uh, It is going to be fun, but let's start right off with one of my favorite segments, Today in Sports. Today in Sports, there were actually a lot of things I could choose from, but this one kind of – Jumped out at me. I remember I, – I don't remember this incident per se, but I do remember hearing about it because it's a rather, well, uh, unfortunately kind of renowned incident. It occurred in 1964 in Lima, Peru, uh, where a riot and subsequent panic followed an unpopular ruling by a referee in a soccer match mm-hmm. between Peru and Argentina. Yes. Uh, in the end, more than 300 people were killed and fo- over 500 were injured. I remember this incident. Um, you know, it, it's 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 almost ridiculous that we, we've heard so many stories about how crazy we can be here in America with our sports. Yeah, uh, and, and you know, for God's sake, we've seen it before. You know, we win a championship someplace, and suddenly an entire city is out turning buses over and 
looting and what have you. We've seen that kind oh, of thing. Oh, Vancouver. Well, that one I'm thinking Vancouver. Wasn't there one in San Francisco recently too? Was there? I don't remember. I, that. I was thinking, yeah. But uh, anyhow, we've seen it in other in other parts of the country at different times. Just dumb stuff. Boy, oh boy, they take their they take their their international football pretty darn serious. Yeah, this is not the first time. This one in '64 is not the first time we've heard about this sort of thing happening following soccer matches. It's a shame. It really is. It's, it's such a great game, soccer, and it's always got to be uh, scarred with stuff like that. Yeah, by by stuff like and you just you know somehow or another, I just I, I don't know, I, I don't understand it. But I, but then I don't understand people turning over buses after winning a championship either. Yeah, well, gotta love Vancouver, man. But so there's our today in sports, anyhow. I like today in sports. That's a good one. I mean, said what happened, but it's been that many years. Yep. All right, let's talk a little NHL playoffs here. Mike, we had three games on last night's bill. Yeah, three out of three. Um, my New York Rangers saved off elimination with a 4-3 overtime win over the Boston Bruins. Chris Kreider with the overtime goal, Mike. Red Wings. 2-0 over the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks have now lost three in a row with the Red Wings taking a three-games-to-one series lead over Chicago. Who would have saw that one? Who would have thunk it, really? Not us, that's for sure. You know, consider Red Wings were barely in the playoffs. Right. And last night, the defending Stanley Cup champions, Los Angeles Kings, now taking a three-games-to-two series lead over the San Jose Sharks with a 3 nothing win last night. I think that series is going to go seven games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'll tell you, uh, Jonathan, with regard to your Rangers, uh, and 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 I I, I got to be honest, I had the game on, and so I was paying some attention to it. You know, it was it was yeah. kind of on, and I was watching a little bit of it, but I I I, I can't say I sat and watched it. You know, from from beginning to end, it did. It, it, it appeared to me for the longest time there that the Rangers were not going to win that. I thought for sure Boston was going to win that game, okay. and, and they were down two nothing, and then three yeah. one. Yep. Uh, luckily for them, they were able to get two goals in the third, and you know that pass from Rick Nash to Chris Kreider in overtime was just beautiful. Yeah. You know, right on the tape, he put the puck, and uh, great deflection by Chris Kreider. Um, wow, you know it was, it was a good win. They needed to win. They scratched Brad Richards last night, Mike. Uh huh. Which was uh, you know huge uh, for this team, and uh, you know they scored full you know four goals and got a win. So it's uh, you know what you got to get the players out there that want to play, Mike. So the next game, uh, bit for for your Rangers, game five coming up. That's going to be at Boston. Would that be correct? It will be. Okay, and is that tomorrow? Um, that no, that is Saturday. Which is tomorrow? Oh, okay. Just, <laughs> so, yeah, that is tomorrow. Yeah, I've been doubting myself there for a second. Yeah. Okay, I, all right, I've got it. As well, tonight though we have the Penguins and Senators. Penguins can wrap up the series tonight with a win as they lead three games to one against Ottawa. Right, and that game is back at Pittsburgh, so uh, wouldn't be a bit surprised if, in fact, that were wrapped up. No, absolutely not. And tomorrow, we have the Rangers and Bruins back in Boston, and Red Wings and Blackhawks. Red Wings can take it in Chicago, Mike. I, I'm I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked. If that happens, if that goes that way, that that's just incredibly shocking, really. <laughs> you know, they're playing good hockey right now, the Red Wings. Henrik Zetterberg, man, is just nuts. Nuts. Love the guy. Love the guy. Seventh seed, knocking off the best team in the NHL during the regular season. Hey, why not, man? That's what the playoffs is all about. Absolutely. Listen, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I really, you know, I don't have any. I don't have any. You know, I don't have anybody I'm picking in that fight at all. Uh, but I just would be a little bit surprised. 
Yeah. Well, in the NBA playoffs, Mike. Yeah. No games last night, but tonight we have the Pacers and Heat. Heat with a one game to nothing series lead over Indiana. Indiana could have taken that game, Mike. Big, big mistake by head coach Frank Vogel over there. That was an incredible game. Um, and and I, I'm going to tell you, I think we can expect to see uh, games throughout this series that are going to be very, very similar to what we saw in game one. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, what we didn't get to see from Roy Hibbert at the end of that game, I think that's really going to launch him into playing beast-like basketball against this Miami Heat team because he, he wants he, – he, he was the difference maker. Yeah, You know, if he was in the middle, there was a very, very big chance that LeBron James would not have made those two easy layups at the end of the fourth quarter. And uh, Vogel, wow, I I don't know what was going through his mind by keeping Roy Hibbert out at the end of that game. Well, and you you were pointing out, and I've read articles about it yesterday, there were a lot of people questioning uh, the wisdom of that one. But, you know, I I gave him a ton of credit for the way he outcoached Mike Woodson in in the series against the Knicks. Yeah, but, but, you know, I was pointing out to you pre-show, apparently he's been criticized by fans for doing the exact same thing in, in other games during the regular season. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, tomorrow we have the Spurs and Grizzlies. Mike Spurs lead the series two games to nothing. Uh, could, right. you know, could be a potential sweep there, but I still think Grizzlies will at least steal at least one game. I think game. the Grizzlies should win at least one, I would think. Well, they are, so that's, a, you know, so that's big for them. Yeah, I, I mean, if, and if and for God's sake, if they happen to win both of them at home, well, then you're looking at a whole new series at that point. Yep, absolutely. Let's look at the MLB standings, Mike. Uh, only five games on the bill last night. Yeah, very uh, Huge Indians win, 12-3 over the Red Sox, and Terry Francona's return to Fenway Park. Yep. Um, let's see, we had the Angels beating the Royals 5-4. to four. We had the Tigers beating the Twins 7-6. to six. Blue Jays trouncing the Orioles 12-6. to six. Pirates beating the Cubs Four to two, which brings us to the MLB standings, Mike. Mm-hmm. Out in the LA, uh, excuse me, out in the AL East, the Yankees lead it uh, by one, with, with a one-game lead over Boston, Mike. Um, Boston's looking a little bit better lately. Uh, still Six and four in their last ten. Yes, they are. Yes, looking a little bit better, but you know Toronto as well, seven and three in their last ten. They're only eight and a half games back, Mike. So could, yeah, uh, the team know. over there that's sputtering is Baltimore at three and seven in their last ten. Uh, you know, and I made the comment there. <laughs> They're not exactly where I was kind of hoping they would be uh, at this particular point, but uh, yeah, Tampa Bay six and four in their last ten, and Toronto seven and three in their last ten. So absolutely, let's talk about one of the hottest teams going here over here is uh, the Cleveland Indians out in the AL Central, half game lead over the Detroit Tigers, uh, twenty seven and nineteen record. They are only six and four in their last ten, but they're playing good baseball. So yes, they are. Yes, and in fact, I think they have the best road record of any team right now in Major League Baseball at twelve and nine. Yes, twelve and well, actually, um, Boston yeah, is fifteen and nine. Oh, okay. Yankees is thirteen uh, are thirteen and nine. Um, St. Louis has the best record, sixteen and eight on the road. Oh, okay. So stand corrected. They have one of the best records, Mike. Yeah. Um, AL West, uh, Texas with a huge five and a half game lead over Oakland, six and four in last time with a thirty and seventeen record. Texas looking good. Texas is looking real good. Atlanta, Mike, out in the NL East, getting hot again, seven and three in their last ten, with a twenty-eight and eighteen record, four and a half game lead over yeah. in the Nationals. Starting, yeah, they, they had cooled off there for a couple of weeks, and Washington was starting to make a move on them, and now all of a sudden, Atlanta's gotten hot again. Yep. They've won six in a row now, and seven uh, and three in their last ten. 
Absolutely. And uh, probably the most competitive division in baseball, and that's the NL Central. Yep. Um, St. Louis with a one-and-a-half game lead over both Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. They are 7-3 and three in the last 10, but Cincinnati and Pittsburgh both are 8-2 and two in their last 10, Mike. Right. Real competitive division right now. Yeah, and you've got three teams right there, as we were pointing out, and you and I were looking at it uh, pre-show. Three teams are all playing 600 ball or better. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. And uh, out in the land of mediocrity in the West, Mike. <laughs> Arizona, Colorado, San Francisco, both tied for first place with an identical 26 and 20 run records. Uh, but here's the thing: Arizona five and five in their last ten. Colorado six and four in their last ten. San Francisco four and six in their last ten. Well, as we just said, it's the land of mediocrity. <laughs> the Fan Junkies Radio and the West. That's what we ought to call them for sure. Why not? That, that that's. Uh... Nobody wants it. It's it, well, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like the NL East. I've been saying it for a while. I mean, yeah, it, it, you know, the Phils are only five and a half games out of out of first place. Uh, and, and really, when it comes right, the Phillies are not a good team. I'm sorry, I don't care what anybody says. They're not a good. No, they're team. not. No. And uh, to to only be five and a half games out goes to show you the mediocrity we've got in the NL East. Agree. All right, Mike. You know what time it is. Uh, it's time. It's what time? It's Trivia Friday. Trivia. It's, oh, that's right. I forgot. That's what today is. And I'm going to give you the honors of asking the first question, Mike. All right. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, I'm going to go to the NFL for a moment. Uh, I And I'm going to be honest. I, I put these together for you, Johnny. I kept them in mind. Uh, some of these should be in your real house. Uh, most of them I tried to keep to your era. In other words, I didn't go to anything from like the 1800s. I got one. For that, but it's something that you really should know, Mike. Uh, why? Because I was there? No, 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 because you're a big baseball fan. This has to do with baseball history, so you should know this one. So, All right, well, I'm going to go to the NFL. Okay. Who is the only player to have a Super Bowl MVP on a losing team? Was it Roger Staubach, Kurt Warner, Chuck Howley, or Jake DeLome? I believe it was Jake DeLome, wasn't it? Final answer? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll go with Jake DeLome. That is incorrect. All right. Who was it? Callers want to call in and guess on that one? <laughs> it was Chuck Howley. Chuck? Okay. All right. Uh, Super Bowl five. Super Bowl five. Uh, won okay. a uh, hero there for me. Won a Super Bowl uh, MVP on a losing team. Okay. Well, like, I, you know what? I have a question for you here. Um, I knew the answer to this one right away, so I'm hoping you would know it as well. Um, I'm not going to give you multiple choice because it would possibly give it away real quick. Which father and son tandem both won Rookie of the Year honors, one being in the NFL and the other being in the NBA? I'm horrible at this kind of stuff. Father and son tandem. Yes. I read it, and I I thought about it, and then I knew it, but I couldn't remember who exactly it was. And then when I saw the answer, I was like, it's just, wow. One in the NFL and one in the the NBA. The NBA, both winning Rookie of the Year honors. Hmm. Tough one, isn't it? Hmm. 
I'm not getting this. I'm not getting any. I'm not getting any help from our from our chat room either. I was hoping maybe somebody would be chatting. <laughs> All right, I'll put a little hint out for you. All right, go ahead. The son still plays in the NBA, and the father was a running back who played for 12 years in the NFL. From 1969 to 1981, Mike, so you should know. Oh, no, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. 19 when? 1969 to 1981. Running back from 1969 to 1981. Oh, wait a minute. I know this. And he was on one of your division rivals. Uh, Yeah, I know. I know. I I don't want to hold this up that long. It's okay. It's I think okay. I, know, I think I, 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 you know something. I'm gonna kick myself in the tail because I think I know this one. Go ahead. What, who, who was it? Calvin and Grant Hill. Okay, I didn't know it. <laughs> it's it, listen. These are the things that guys like us should know, Mike. We should, but let's <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> so, both, so now we're both 0 for 1 so far. Oh, wow. You're on Trivia Friday, Mike. Uh, just, uh, we're doing great. We are. Yeah. We are. We, we, we Listen, we are 40 minutes in. Excuse me, 40 minutes left in the show. We Should should we go for the second question? Um. Yeah, why not? Okay, we can do that. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, you want me to go next? Why not? All right, let's go to let's go to boxing. Let's go to boxing for the fun of it. Not not good at boxing, but I'll give it a go. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you you know it's funny. This is one like you just threw at me. You should know this one. Okay, all right, right. all right. Just give it some thought as Get I the holy seals ear. Yeah, you, <laughs> as I run down as I run down the options for you, sure. give it some thought. Name the boxer who made his first title defense in 21 years in 1995. Was it Pernell Whitaker, George Foreman? Evander Holyfield or Mike Tyson? His first title defense in 21 years. His first title. You know what? I'm gonna say George Foreman, but I'm leaning. I'm I'm, I'm leaning more towards Whitaker. Okay. But which one do I go for? Is the question. <laughs> I'm gonna say, man. I'm going to say George Foreman. Uh, I was trying to get I was trying to get the sound bite to go. But yeah! Okay, If I put Mike Tyson in there, he'll go with Mike Tyson. Well, I was bouncing back and forth. I knew it wasn't Tyson. So that's why I was bouncing back and forth between Foreman and Whitaker for a little bit there. Okay. I couldn't remember if either of them were, were defending a title. So. All right. Good stuff, though. I like that. All right, Mike, you ready for this one? Oh, what the heck. Because – I love you. I'm going to throw you a NASCAR one here. You ready? Go ahead. Who holds the track record? Oh God, I have no idea. <laughs> the fastest race victory at Watkins Glen International. Oh, at Watkins Glen. Yes. The track record for a fastest win. Yes. 
<laughs> oh boy. You want me to throw some uh, some names out there to you? Uh, okay. Well, how about all right, all right, all right, all right. No, just give me one. Uh, here, here's the question I'll ask, um, and, and you may or may not even know. Uh, is it a is it somebody who's driving currently? Hmm. I believe he actually is. Yes, he is. Okay. Yes, he does. Actually, I just looked it up. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to take a stab at this one, and I'm just going to take a shot in the dark. I'm going to say Marcus Ambrose. No. Oh, oh, man. As soon as you said the first name, I, I was thinking, oh, oh, he got No, he didn't get it. Oh, really? It is Mark Martin. Oh, Mark Martin. Okay. Yes. All right. Mark Martin. Sorry, Mike. Well, that was fun. Oh. <laughs> I, I was in the right church, just the wrong pew. Sure. <laughs> you said Mark. I was like, what? And then you said it. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, he got one. He got one. Oh. All right. Well, I'm, listen, I'm going to get blind t- today, folks. So you know, if there's anybody out there that wants to give me a hand. One, so at least. Be, listen, be, you know it, the lines are open if you want to give me if you want to give me a helping hand. Yes, the lines are open three four seven two three seven five three seven three. If you want to give Mike a hand on some of the next questions, yeah, absolutely. I am one for two. Mike is zero for two. Uh, but I usually start out hot, Mike, just like we do in all of our pick'em leagues, and you usually kick my butt. So you never know what's going to happen at the end. Well, <laughs> we do have, we do have four more questions left. Yes, we do. Let me cross these two out so I know I asked them. All right. Let's go into a little bit of basketball here, Mike. Um, we're going to lead this into Phil Jackson because Phil Jackson is uh, getting on my nerves right now, Mike. Oh, tell me about it. And uh, first off, uh, Brooklyn Nets president of basketball operations, Danny Ainge, has denied the Brooklyn Nets permission to speak to the Celtics head coach, Doc Rivers, which would basically mean that Doc Rivers is most likely going to be the head coach of the Boston Celtics next year. Right. Which means the Brooklyn Nets are now looking in other places other than trying to lure Phil Jackson, who we heard had so far the best offer to Phil Jackson for him to return. Phil Jackson comes out now, Mike, as we know. He's talking about the whole Michael Jordan, LeBron, you know, LeBron James comparison lately. Mm. He comes out again yesterday saying, if I were picking a team, I'd pick Celtics legend center Bill Russell over Michael Jordan. Shut up. Exactly. Well, my question to you now, Mike, is, is Phil Jackson setting himself up for a return by being out there, or is he just being an ass? <laughs> I like the latter. Okay? I, I mean, seriously. I, I, you know, I made the comparison. I said, uh, I said, yeah, pre-show. I said, the guy's become, uh, you know, the NFL or the NBA's version of Joe Namath, for God's sake. Uh, I, I mean, really, it's... It, I don't understand what the point is. I'm constantly making comparisons. Let's, you know, it's stupid to begin with, in my opinion. Because hmm. first of all, you're you're comparing two different people from two different eras of the game. That's number one. Yeah. Um, but what what purpose are you serving? But this is him going back now and comparing two players from two different eras of the game again. Right. You know. Now, if he said, okay, let's see, we have a choice of. Michael Jordan, 
Scottie Pippen, right. Hakeem Olajuwon, right. Patrick Ewing, and let's just throw David Robinson and Carl Malone in there. Who would you start to build your team around? Good. That, that, now, there is a good, valid question. Yeah. Now, listen, Mike, if it was me, I would take Jordan in a heartbeat. And I love Bill Russell. I, I think Bill Russell is probably and I'm, I'm the most dominant center to ever play the game. Yeah, you know, right. next to guys like George Mikan. Right. Um, if they were able to keep records the way they keep now, I think there would be records that nobody could touch that Bill Russell had on the defensive side of the ball. Potentially, correct. Yeah. So, I mean, I, but but I would take Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan is the premier scorer in NBA history. True. The guy could close his eyes and hit a basket, you know? Yeah, I, and I, I, I would venture a bet that if you asked, uh, you know, ten people in a room – Excuse me. They would all come back with the exact same response. Yes. Uh, that you know, it, it's almost a no-brainer, right? Yeah. Um. So if we were doing a mock fantasy draft of players from the past, and only one person could get them, then that leaves you with who's left in the in the list that you just read off. Michael Jordan's now out of the picture. Then you, it gets more interesting with. The the rest of the list, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Because everybody everybody would pick Michael Jordan uh, as their number one. Oh, no doubt about it. Okay. I, honestly, I, honestly, you can't go wrong with either Bill Russell or Michael Jordan. You you can't. Uh, you can't. But what's right. the point of? I mean, I'm sure the reason why he is doing all of this, Mike, is to promote his new book. I am a hundred and ten percent sure of that. I'm just so tired of him. I, 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 you and me both. Honestly, I, mean, I wish he would return as a head coach, so we don't have to hear him. I'm I'm tired of of every team stretching and reaching to say, you know, every time there's an opening, oh well, maybe we can maybe we can lure Phil Jackson. Yes. And then Phil Jackson sits there like Dwight Howard, okay, with his with you know uh, with his legs over his palms, sitting on his hands, going, well, I don't know, I don't know, you know, yeah, let the rumors continue. I mean, the whole thing is just stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. I'm so sick of hearing about the guy. So, so basically, Phil Jackson is not a Joe Namath of not the, the NBA. Uh, that's where I put him, all right? With his stupid, dumbass comparisons, honest to God. I'm sick because of hearing you got this. Joe Namath again, <laughs> coming out, comparing things, talking about people. You know, it's it's just, you know, man... You know, it's it's these guys, if they're not relevant, they have to somehow become relevant. Okay, there you go. I, I was just going to use that word back at you because you used it the other day when I was talking about Namath. And you said that you thought that the reason that he was doing that was in an effort to try to make himself relevant. Well, is this the same situation with Phil Jackson? Is this a, a situation where he feels he's not relevant, so therefore he has to make himself relevant? I, you know what? It shouldn't even be that way because the mere mention of Phil Jackson's name gets everybody talking. Exactly. So really, it's not even an issue. It's not the same kind of situation as Joe Namath, where Phil Jackson is not relevant because, as we just, as you just pointed out, all you have to do is bring his name up, yeah, and suddenly everybody's talking. Yeah. I, I, I just don't get it, man. I really don't. It's. It's enough, you know, enough, Phil Jackson. If you want to come back to the game and be heard, then come, come back. back and, yeah, then come back and just, you know, let's, you know. But Please. here's a guy that won't come back because, you know what, there isn't one dominant team out there for him to coach other than the Miami Heat, and that's not going to happen because he's afraid of putting his reputation on the line. 
Well, uh, you know, he goes to Brooklyn, they ain't winning, and then there goes the whole conspiracy theory of Phil Jackson being the greatest NBA coach of all time. I'm sorry, man. His teams are handed to him. Yeah, the guy, I mean, you know, there's all the theories out there that, you know, in order for Phil Jackson to come back, he'd have to come back to a team that's absolutely going to win, in which case then you have to sit back realistically and say, well, if that's the case, really, what kind of a coach is the guy? Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Because isn't it the job of a coach to come to a team and build it? To build it, right? Right. I I, I didn't know, but you know what? I guess it's these days that this is all going on that a coach has to come to a team that's already built. I mean, I'm sorry, but Eric Spolster is not a good coach. No. He's got a damn good team thanks to Pat Riley. Absolutely. No, Eric Spolscher is a garbage coach. The guy's a terrible coach. Overrated. Big time. I have said it so many times. You put anybody on that Miami Heat as a coach, and they're going to make it to the playoffs and eventually win. Here's the difference with Spolscher. He could walk away from that team, and guess what? Everybody would forget his name inside of about three minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay? The difference with Phil Jackson is Phil Jackson had some sort of, uh, you know, Halo around him or something. Yeah, yeah. You know he was the he was the guru, right? Yeah. He was the guy that was all into the Zen thing, right? Yep. Ugh. I was there to see Phil Jackson really just shut everybody up and take like the Utah Jazz coaching position. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. You know. Charlotte Bobcats. Go to Charlotte. You know why not? Go to Charlotte and let's see what you're really made of there, Phil. Yeah, exactly. Why not? You know what, man? If him and Jordan are, uh, you know, that, you know, we're, we're that cohesive as a coach and player, let's see them now as a president, GM, and coach, and see what kind of team that they could build. There you go. I like the idea. Cavaliers, Utah Jazz, go to these teams that need a good coach. Let's see what you can do with these types of teams. I don't want to see what he's going to do with a team like Miami because I know what he's going to do. He's going to win another championship ring. You listening, Phil? There's what we need you to do. I, I highly doubt Phil Jackson's listening right now. Head down to New Orleans. Help the Pelicans out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this whole season is going to be fun, Mike. Oh, it should be, yes. This whole season is going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. All right, Mike, uh, 29 minutes left in the show. Time to go back with another question. All right, let's see what I got here. What uh, what we're coming up on question number three? Okay. All right. Well, this one uh, you, you should get this one. You should get this one. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm throwing you a softball here. Uh, we're gonna go over to the NBA. What NBA team became the first to defeat the Boston Celtics in 12 straight games in 1995? All right. Was it the Chicago Bulls, the Los Angeles Lakers, the New York Knicks? Or the Orlando Magic? In 95? Yes. Damn, they had nobody in 95, the Celtics. Um, I, I, I mean, the logical answer, Mike, is the Chicago Bulls. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say Orlando Magic. Ah. Ah. Well. Oh, no. <laughs> it was the New York Knicks. Wow, I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah, and I'm a Knicks. I thought, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were actually gonna go Knicks when you when when you said, ah, then uh, no. I, I I purposely pulled a Knicks question for you. All right, well, thought you'd get that one. 
This question, Mike, it's a historical question. You ready for this? <laughs> no, but go ahead. What baseball and football teams shared the same name in the same city? Uh, it's real interesting, this question. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. What? What? What, what baseball and football team shared the same name in the same city? Well, there's one coming to my mind immediately, and that's St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Uh, excuse me. I, I'm in Warren. I have two on here. So St. Louis Cardinals is one. Okay. The St. Louis Cardinals is one. So you get, so you, so right now you got one right. All right. So there's there's actually two. Yes. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, I believe. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Let me think here. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Somebody wore it. 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 it but, 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 but. You know. Say, uh, believe it or not, I'm actually going back and forth. You got to go back pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, yeah, actually, okay. So, so here, here's a hint for you. Okay. The MLB team is still around. The NFL team isn't. Oh, how about that? I was actually thinking it was the other way around. No, no. MLB team is still around and will be for history. NFL team isn't. Okay, there were two cities I was thinking of, and you just ruled out one of them. The one city I was thinking of that that you ruled out for me was Cleveland. Okay. Okay, The second city I have been thinking about is Boston. And I I was thinking that there was a Boston Red Sox football team. All right, you you, you want the answer? Go ahead. The New York Yankees. The New York Yankees had a football team? Yes, and the NFL from the 1927-28 season and the AFL for the 1926 season. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking, too, the Cleveland Browns had a Brown Sox team. Yes. But I, I'm not, I'm not it's, sure. It's, 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 it's a real, real historical question. Mm-hmm. It really is. That was cool. I thought it was interesting. That's cool. I did not. I was not aware of the fact that there was a New York Yankees football team. Yep. Yep. Real. How about that? That's very good. Yep. In the same in the same place they played as well. The Yankee, the New York Yankees NFL team played at Yankee Stadium. How about that? Yep. Old Yankee Stadium, of course. Old Yankee Stadium. Yep. It was interesting when I heard when I when I learned about that. Uh they were around in the AFL for the twenty sixth season and then later the NFL from the twenty seventh to the twenty eighth season. Mm-hmm. And uh Red Grange was their running back. Oh. Yep. There you go. Yep. That's that's what Hall led of, to that. Hall of Famer, I believe, yes. Yeah, oh yeah. That's what led me into that question because I found you know, I I was I was looking up stuff and I found a you know, I came up with a very good question about Red Grange and I saw that he played for the Yankees. I'm like, What? So automatically, I thought he played for the New York Yankees baseball team. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, we got a little interesting thing here. <laughs> yeah. World Wrestling Entertainment, the WWE, and the NFL are looking into a partnership that would make wrestlers out of football players. Now, we know there's been a lot of football players that have turned into wrestlers. To name a few, Refrigerator Perry, Ernie Ladd, Bronco Nagurski, and more of more recent guys like Bill Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. 
Um, but with this partnership, there would be guys that wouldn't make the roster, that possibly wouldn't make a practice squad and would be looking for work, and they would basically leave the NFL for the WWE, Mike. <laughs> what do you think of this? Is this an attempt to get me to watch? I don't know. Um, uh, what do I think of it? All right, so are you telling me that these would be players that don't make the yes. team, or these would be retired players? Yes. Or it, both? It, it would be, no, it, it, both. it would be a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yes, it would be a little So, um, Jim Ross, the uh, WWE announcer, and, you know, of course, he's, ha- he's head of the talent development there. Um, he told Jim Miller and Alex Marvez on Series XM that everybody doesn't make the 53-man roster. Some guys are going to be looking for work, and we've got some job openings. Maybe we can put the synergies of those two entities together and create something wonderful someday. So, I mean, you know, it gives these guys who can't make the NFL, who are in good shape, who are athletic, you know, could possibly give them a new career path. Is uh, is the WWE really wanting for uh, for you know new characters? I mean, the WWE's always wanted for new characters. That's you know. That's not even a question about it. I mean, they'd rather go after guys that aren't wrestlers than go after guys who are wrestlers, and that's been the way of Vince McMahon for many, many years now. Well, I mean, does this get them, uh, you know, automatic credibility of some nature? It, no, I think, you know, they're looking for the eyeballs, as you as always, you know. And you got to give them credit. It's, it's things like this that Vince McMahon and WWE does that brings the eyeballs in. So, Well, you know, I'll tell you, when I first read this and I looked at it, um, and I was thinking that it was that what we were talking about here was exclusively retired players. And uh, w- the first thing I thought of was, oh wow! So if a former football player, let's say, plays I don't know six, seven, eight seasons in the NFL, yeah, retires and then jumps into the WWE for oh, I don't know a couple of seasons. Boy, that would ruin any chance they would have of jumping in on any kind of class action suits later on with regard to head injuries, wouldn't it? Possibility. Because anybody in a court of law could stand up and say, well, wait a minute, how are we to know that those were caused by your play in the NFL or and you your, know playing, I'm, your I'm, playing I'm, in the I'm sure, I'm sure Vince McMahon and I'm sure the NFL is talking about that. I'm sure that has come up, Mike. Well, there you go. See that? I'm ahead of the curve as usual. I just can't get anything right in, in, in trivia. You know, I mean, I'm a wrestling fan. I've seen a lot of football players come out. Um, you know, and some of them have turned into very, very good wrestlers. There's one right now that goes by the name of Roman Reigns. And um, his real name, Joe Inouye, he played for Georgia Tech, defensive tackle, and uh, he was signed as an undirected free agent by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tur- you know, turned into a great wrestler, you know. There's been a lot of them out there, Mike. So we'll see what kind of partnership uh, this really – Brings along with them. We're using we're using the word great and wrestler in the same in the same sentence. <laughs> Listen, you know what, man? It's 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 a sport. It's still an athletic, no matter what. You know, these guys get hurt. They put their bodies on the lines. You know, sports entertainment. It, it, I I, I want to see you go into a wrestling ring, Mike, and take a few hits. I, it's I have, entertainment, but it still hurts like hell. I have no desire to do so. But see. You can't make comments like that if you have no desire to do so. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> it's not. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I. It's still an athletic, Mike. 
Same thing. You know what, man? We, you know what? We knock things like synchronized swimming and stuff. It's still an athletic, man. You know? Still an athletic. Oh, man. You know? Well, all right. Got to be uh, straight, man. Obviously, you think this has some uh, merit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean listen, it, it's, it's, it's been going on for years. I mean, to me, I think it's uh, a stupid partnership because they can just grab whatever football player they really wanted to. That's not... You know, and just reach out to them, but I guess they want to do it on a you know on a more legit basis. So, and have the NFL actually doing some of the work for them. You know what I mean? Okay. So what we're seeing here is we're seeing uh, when they're talking about this kind of partnership thing, they're actually looking for the NFL to kind of endorse it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Interesting. Absolutely, Mike. It's that- it, it 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 just you know what it is what it is. Do you think the NFL would be hesitant to do so for fear of its own reputation? I think so. I think so. If you know what, if it happens, it's going to be guys that aren't going to be in the NFL at all. I'm thinking. So I think you, comes to retired players. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, legalities to it. So, so uh, right. So I mean, in other words, you, you, my, uh, my point is, would the would the NFL be hesitant to get into this partnership? Uh, and do you think that would be the case? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so, but we'll see. You know what? You never know. I could be wrong. So, All right, my question number uh, four now? Yeah, we're up to number yeah, four. Up. Yes, we are up to number four. All righty. Uh, I'm going to go over to NASCAR for you. We're going to ah. go to NASCAR with you. Um, and, uh, well, this is in your era. So, uh, Jesus Christ, it's in your era and uh, it's pretty generally, it's pretty general question. And I indicated to you that, you know, really, if you follow the news, you probably could get this one. Yeah. When that comes on, Mike, I turn it off even on the news. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Gordon's first race in Sprint Cup in 1992. Okay. Was also this. Superstar drivers last as he retired immediately after the race. Was it David Pearson, Richard Petty, Daryl Waltrip, or Herb Thomas? I'm going to go Richard Petty. Very good. Very, very good. You got it. I actually remember that. (laughs) I I told you you would get some of these. Oh, man. I I told you. I told you. That was not an... That was not like an in-depth NASCAR question. No, no, it wasn't. Uh. All right, well, I have an NFL question here for you, Mike. Which I will definitely get wrong. Well, you're an NFL fan. You should know this one because we were just talking about this recently. Every but question that you said, I should you know. Should, no, no, no. This we spoke about. Okay. And it has to do with Bill Walsh. And you know Bill Walsh. Yes. He is credited with shaping three of the NFL's greatest quarterbacks. Yes. Three. Who are those three quarterbacks? Who are the three? Well, one, uh, Joe Montana. Correct. Uh, Steve Young. Well, uh, uh, we're going to go with – well, yeah, we can put him on there. So it, this isn't the guy I'm really looking at. But, all right, so we'll go with four then because Steve Young does deserve to be up there. I agree with that. <coughs> okay, so you got two right out of four. There are two others, huh? Yeah. I could throw the teams out there for you if you like. Hmm. 
I'm looking over at the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the two quarterbacks, right? They played for Cincinnati and San Diego. Not, um, not Faust. Yeah. Dan Faust. Okay. Okay, three or four you got. And the other is Cincinnati. You're saying? Yes. And he played with uh, the Bengals from 1971 to 1986, Mike. Uh, and uh, why am I thinking Anderson? Is that your final answer? That's the name that I keep thinking of for for Cincinnati, but I'm probably oh no 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 no. Wait a minute, what year? 1971 to 1986. Oh well, that was the Siasen. Yeah. I kind of teased you there a little bit. <laughs> I had a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, you, yeah, you actually got it wrong. Did I? Yeah, it, it was Ken Anderson. Was it Anderson? Yes, it oh, was. Get out. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know a Boomer Esiason? <laughs> yeah. No, Boomer Esiason started playing with the Bengals in 1984. Oh. So he was after Ken Anderson. <laughs> Oh, you got right. the four right though. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, <laughs> you know what? But when you said Anderson, like, oh, cool, you got no. You went to Esiason. <laughs> oh, even Brandon's in the chat room going, Ken Anderson, Ken Anderson. <laughs> well, yeah, Brandon, you're a little slow on the uptake there, buddy. You should have gotten him. You should have thrown that in there sooner. Oh, oh he's busy sending text messages, man. Oh, uh, all right. Oh, you know what? I thought you had it, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll find a way to mess it up. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. Um, you had it. Thought no problem. It. No problem. All right, man. Well, my next question for you is a, is a uh, NASCAR one, so hopefully you get that one. Probably not. All right, well, we got to go to our dumbass of Friday. And that is whoever was working the Kansas City Royals um, game the other night with the TV graphics. Um, they put up a uh, Sprint Unlimited Answers question. And the question was, which young player would you like to start a franchise with? Uh-huh. Bryce Hunter of the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> Matt Jones of the Baltimore Orioles. Manny Machado of the Chicago White Sox. For Mike Trout of the New York Yankees. This is so outrageous. Well, let me tell everybody that the Bryce Hunter and Matt Jones they are referring to is Bryce Harper of the Washington Nationals and Matt Harvey of the New York Mets. Right. Wow. This... So, so they had Bryce Harper playing for the Detroit Tigers but listed him as Bryce Hunter. Right. Matt Harvey, who plays for the New York Mets but listed him as Matt Jones playing for the Baltimore Orioles, two players that don't even exist. Right. And he had Manny Machado of the Baltimore Orioles playing for the White Sox, Mike Trout of the Angels playing for the Yankees. This wow. is an absolute disgrace. Wow. I mean, look, I can we've all seen it before where, you know, a graphic goes up and perhaps maybe somebody's name is accidentally uh, misspelled. Misspelled. Right. Maybe there's an S missing. Wow. You know, maybe there's two S's in somebody's <laughs> name and they only use one S or something to that effect. <laughs> We've seen that sort of thing. Wow. But 
in this particular graphic, every single team affiliation is wrong. And the spelling on two of the guys' names is incorrect. Completely wrong. Just completely the wrong name altogether. That don't even exist. Right. Who in the world? And this is, this was from, was this from one of the Comcast stations in, in um, um, Kansas I, City? Not 100% sure, Mike. Um, I believe it was. It looks but- like. Or it might be Fox. It might be Fox or Comcast. Okay, anyhow. Yeah, you know what? It, it, it does look like Fox. It looks like a Fox graphic. Yeah. But uh, the fa- Yeah, Fox Sports Kansas City. Jim Williams just told Okay, me. there you go. But uh, my point is, regardless of whether it was Comcast or Fox or you know, whomever. <laughs> regardless it, it's, who it was. <laughs> it, it's a major – It's a, it, you know, you can't blame this on it being a, 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 you know, a little mom, mom and pop shop. This is a major outfit, a major broadcasting outfit, and to get this many errors and then to air it, and to air it as a fan, uh, you know, a, a fan reaction kind of quiz. I mean, this wasn't just this wasn't just the kind of thing where uh, okay, let's put up the stats, let's put up the numbers for, you know, wherever the hitter is, and you got everything all mixed mixed up. They were soliciting fans to participate in a uh, a, a real-time contest. Mm-hmm. And every single I, – I, you know, I guess I guess it's been researched enough. How do we know that the, the stats that they put up there are, are, are correct? <laughs> Actually, they are they, – they, they were correct as of Wednesday. Wow. So we get that right, but we can't get something simple like the team affiliation or uh, Matt Harvey's name to be spelt Harvey and not Jones. Yeah. Um, Jim Williams says uh, he believes that there's a graphics hub for all the Fox Sports Network, so something may have been screwed up on that front from Los Angeles. You know what this looks like to me? This looks like a template. Uh, and and it was put together very, very quickly, and nobody went in to bother to change the previous graphics that were used in the template. That's what it looks like to me. Ah, actually, you know what? Yeah, it does. It, it really does. Like it was Like it was previously used by someone else. And the pictures were of somebody from the Detroit Tigers, the Baltimore Orioles, you know. Um, and, and so, therefore, uh, and obviously, take a look at that. Uh, Detroit, Baltimore, Chicago, and New York, they're all American League teams. Um, all American League teams with two NL and two AL players, man. Right, right. So that's what it appears, that, that somebody just didn't bother to change whatever was saved from the previous time that it was used. Well, is there now an opening with the uh, Kansas City Royals graphics team? There should be, for sure. <laughs> there should be. Wow. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I, they don't go into an awful lot of detail on this, but I would love to know how long it was up there uh, and how quickly they realized their mistakes. Uh, I'm sure fans probably got in touch and said, uh, hey, you morons. You know, look at what you just put up. Yeah. I wonder if they put up one that recanted this. You know, put up one with a, you know, hey, sorry, uh, the last graphic we put up was incorrect. Uh, here's the new one. Yeah. But it's just, it's staggering to think that this was put up with so many errors. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's one thing when you have something up and, you know, you got somebody's name misspelled by missing an E on the end or, or you know, missing an S when there should be two S's or something. But to have this many errors is just uh, just absolutely mind-boggling. Disgusting. It really is. Disgusting. It is what it is, though. But, uh, yeah, Kansas City Royals graphic team, that goes out to, uh, yeah, you're our dumbasses of Friday. Yeah, there is. 
Should have saved it for Monday. All right, let's talk about this real quick, Mike, and uh, we'll get to our final two questions. Uh, 12-year-old Tanner Beebe, a uh, little league pitcher, I believe, out in Massachusetts, is uh, getting in trouble, and he's being punished for being too good of a pitcher, Mike. They don't want him playing in little league because he can throw a 60-mile-per-hour fastball. Right. You know, this is not a muscular-looking kid. You know, he looks like a normal 12-year-old kid. Yeah. But he can't play Little League because he is too good. My question to you, though, Mike, is how unfair is this? It's a situation, correct me if I'm wrong, and I I, I read almost all of this article this morning. Yeah. I, I only, you know, I had a short period of time to, to get through this one because you sent it over to me. Correct me if I'm wrong. He can play. They just want him to move up to the next level. Uh, there, he's right now playing in uh, what is referred to as the minors. The minors. Yeah. And he can he can stay in the minors, but he can't pitch, is what they're saying. Yes. Or he can move up to the majors level, where he can pitch, if he moves up. Now, if I'm not mistaken, in the majors, he would be up against uh, kids who would be a bit older than himself. Yeah. So. Um, how fair is it? It's ridiculous. Well, he, he he's he's banned. He has been banned now from pitching. Really? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. If he stays in the minors. No, he's he's banned from even moving up now. I believe to pitch. Really? Yeah, from what I'm reading over at MassLive.com and Yahoo Sports. That is an outrage. Yep. That's an outrage. This was his first year too. I take plan because he's been playing lacrosse. His first year of playing, they actually clocked him pitching at 60 miles per hour, right. which is roughly equivalent to an 80-mile-per-hour MLB changeup. Right. And so the league stepped in and banned him from being able to pitch. I'm, I'm sitting here shaking my head. Yeah? Y- y- yeah, people can't hear it. <laughs> now, you know what? Are, because we've heard this a lot now between the girls playing football right. and being too good. And because, you know, it's not unisex, and now we've heard this a couple of times now with Little League Baseball, are they going to have to turn around and make leagues for kids that are just too good? I mean, should they have, you know, years ago in CYO, we had A teams and we had B teams. On the A teams were the players that were really, really good. On the B teams were the players that weren't so good. Are they going to have to start doing this kind of stuff again? Well, what is that, like a varsity and JV? That's what that would be, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. So he's not he's not good enough. Well, he's too good to pitch in the little league. Should there be a major little league now? But I thought that was the point behind them having their minors league and their majors league. Yeah, he said, and I quote: Tanner BB came out and said, um, "I'm getting in trouble and being punished because I'm too good. My goal is to get better at pitching this year. Now my goal is to become the best shortstop and catcher I can. That's all I can do. I mean, mature, you know. That's that's." It's it's wrong. It is. It's just wrong. I agree. You know, um, I'm not trying to think. Twelve. Um, I guess his middle school wouldn't have a team. I don't know how that works up in Massachusetts. You know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You know, the schools should have should have uh, organized sports for the youth. They should. This sounds like this sounds like it's an actual like little league community thing. Yeah. But, it is. Uh I I'm 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 disgusted by it personally. 
All right, Mike, let's get into uh we got four minutes left. Let's get into yeah. our last two questions. Shoot sure. out your next question. Sure, okay. I'm going to go over to the NHL. Woo-hoo! History, history, NHL. I probably got it wrong to make myself look like an ass. <laughs> In what year was the Stanley Cup first awarded? Was it 1893, 1904, 1899, or 1901? Wow. I'm going to go – I'm going to be wrong. I know it, too, and I'm still going to – it's 1904. It's 1893. Yeah, okay. I knew I was going to get that wrong. All right, Mike. You ready for this one? I got to get one. (laughs) This is a NASCAR one. Oh, no. I'll get it wrong. Who is the only driver to win the Daytona 500, the Indianapolis 500, and a Formula One championship? Oh, I should know this. Yes, you should. Very, very, very well-known driver as well. Probably one of the most famous. Daytona 500, Indy 500, and a Formula One championship. <laughs> Come on, Mike. You're supposed to be a huge driving fan. Well, uh, yeah, but see, my my knowledge is more is more like recent. I've only I've only recently really been following uh, auto racing, motorsports. Um, geez, you know, I've uh, uh, you know the 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 uh, the Indy driver I'm thinking, of course, is Mario Andretti, but uh, I don't remember him running Daytona 500. Um, of course, uh, also Tony Stewart runs everything too, but I don't think he's you ever throw one out. I don't think he's ever won any. Uh, I don't think he's won. I don't think he's actually won the Indy, or I, I, he's probably run cars like that. But what did they get? We're, we're running. We're running short on time here. So uh, go ahead, give me the answer. You sure you don't want to pick just one of any of the ones you picked? Andretti. You got one right. All right, I'll take the one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I, I, I Daytona 500. Ha. Huh? He won the Daytona 567, huh. Indy 569, and a Formula One championship in 78. How about that? Yep. All right. Well, we'll throw out my last one to you, and you're going to win this uh, round, obviously. We'll do it again next week, huh? Oh, yeah. uh, New York Mets uh, won the 1986 World Series. How many wins did they have during the regular season? 86. In 86. How many wins did they have uh, during the regular season? 110, 104, 100, or 108? I don't think they were higher. I'm going to say 100. I don't think they were higher than that. Ooh, 108. 108. Wow. Look at that. All right. You ready for this one? If I get this right, I tie you. You ready? Go. Which player has the NBA record for the most games played in his career? In the, in a career. Excuse me. Which player? Most games in in, in the NBA? Yes. Uh... NBA record for the most games played in a career. Uh, we're running out of time. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I will just, I will throw a name out just for the sake of it, and I'll say I don't know. Michael Jordan. Nope. Robert Parrish. Oh, there. It, you know, oh. one thousand six hundred and eleven. It's all these names, you know, Mike. Oh. We gotta fine tune you for next week. But next week, I think I'll go. We'll go. You know what? Next week, we'll do Philadelphia, New York sports trivia. How about that? All right, all right. We'll keep it to that. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm making that note now. Okay, so I'm two for six, Mike. You're one for six. Got it. You got one right, man. <laughs> I told you we're gonna be blanked. Uh. All right. Well, that's it for today's trivia Friday here on Fan Junkies Radio. We had a lot of fun. 
Um, hope some people learned some things. And uh, you know what? If you have any questions, call in next Friday and see if you can stump Mike and I. It's oh, pretty easy. Very doable. <laughs> we are like the NL West here. Yeah, really. All right, man. Mike, I'm Jonathan Ragus. Enjoy your weekend. Have a good one.